Welcome to All the Gear But No Idea, the South Australian fishing podcast hosted by Rody and Diz. The boys will share their tall tales of the one that got away, as well as some regular segments they know all you fishing tragics will enjoy. G'day guys and welcome to episode 66 of All The Gear But No Idea. Rody, good to be here with you. Always a pleasure, Diz. I reckon 66 might be, uh, is that the devil's number or something? Yeah, it is. It is, mate. It's bad luck. That is bad luck. But this is going to be a great episode because we've got Tracy Tito coming on today. She's going to talk us through everything South Australian boat and fishing show coming up. Not next weekend, but the weekend after. 21st to the 23rd of October for those playing along at home. That's right. And we are very much looking forward to getting into that. We've got a few announcements later on today, which we will discuss specifically relating to the South Australian boat and fishing show. But, Rody, let's get into today's episode and run through our usual segment of oranges and lemons. Why don't you take us away with your orange? Yeah, Diz, I'm just going to crack me frothy before we get into the good stuff of the week. Good and call, I me too. And I'm going to run with a ripping weekend last weekend at Murray Bridge, Diz. You missed it. We caught heaps of carp. Mm. Good times in the sun. Yeah. Had a little bit of a kneeboard. Yeah. Good weather, good crew, good house, spa overlooking the river. Jeez. It was luxury. You're talking it up. You're talking it up. And the crowd was made all the better by, uh, by your absence, I suppose. <laughs> Yes, I did have a fair bit of FOMO about that weekend, but you win some, you lose some, because I was very happy to be over on the York Peninsula. Mum and Dad's place at Black Point had a great weekend. The weather absolutely turned it on. Got to see the family. Yeah, 40, 47 members of family, was oh, it? Oh, geez, there was a lot. Goodness me, there was a lot. I'm sure that none of them will listen to this podcast, so, so I can we can probably just bag say whatever you want about them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, geez, it was a mission. Was a mission with everybody there, you, but it was good fun. We will touch on this in the fishing report, Diz, but you did get a few. Yeah, we did all right. We didn't get out very much. So many boats in the water. Nobody ever really wants to go to their good spots that time of year, do they? Mate, your old man would have been uh, pulling the pick left, right, <laughs> and centre when he thinks a boat's coming to his spots. That's right. We're only fishing our sort of you know generic grounds, but we did do well. We got out a couple of times, only for maybe an hour or two. But um, yes, we'll get into that maybe later in the fishing report. Rody, why don't you take us away with your lemon? Diz, I was just uh, been doing a few chores around the house lately uh, this afternoon, got the lawnmower out, a few things. I was just having a bit of a look at the boat as I went past, and it's dusty. Yes, it's a very underutilised vessel for the last uh, probably month or so. So that's my lemon. We've mm. uh, And it hasn't really been one thing or the other. It's just been a bit of a combination, hasn't it? Yeah. River yeah, well, weekends. We weren't fishing a while ago. We just didn't take our boat. Yes. So that was yep. all right, but still didn't give it a run. Well, the last two times you've been over to York's, you fished in your old man's boat. Yeah. But I think um, probably before long, once, especially once the tuna start running. And and we've had weddings. We've had buck shows. We've had all sorts, yeah, haven't there's we? There's been a fair bit happening on the weekends, that's for and, sure. Uh, but anyway, the tuna heat up. We saw Hugh Sangster last weekend, and he's uh, frothing for a few tuna he's missions. Keen as. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Right, well, that probably rolls in pretty nicely to my lemon because if you look outside, mate, it's a glorious day. It is, Diz. And where have we been this weekend? Well, we've been down to Victor. 
Just watching the water from the bowls club? We have. We've been watching the water. We've been eyeing off our spots, seeing if there's any sort of activity out there. We were just playing lawn bowls slash telling war stories of all the crayfish and tuna and everything else. (laughs) Telling war stories. Absolutely no one wanted to listen to us. No, nobody wanted to have a... Bar of it, but it but was if, good. It was a good day, but unfortunately, that is my lemon in if, the sense that we're not making the most of this weather. If you're organising a buck show, either A involve fishing, or B put it on a weekend with crap weather. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Don't show up the think, good weekends. I think number one, like do some sort of fishing. Just a charter. Do a charter. So easy. I know you can't go wrong. I don't know why more people don't do it. Uh, anyway, Diz, let's, uh, that's enough with the sour stuff. Let's keep it moving, Diz. Let's get into the, uh, the news, Diz. Yeah, well, this one might be a sour one. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a bit of sour news here too, actually. <laughs> but anyway, Diz, we'll, uh, we'll get into it. Yes, new rules potentially for the Port River, sp- fishing specifically to do with protecting dolphins within the Port River. There is a survey going now. Roadie, but there's some proposals. Yeah, Can you talk us through that? It's, uh, it's called the Adelaide Dolphin Sanctuary Consultation. You can do the poll on the yoursay.gov.au website or email your response or post your response. Uh, and that is open for public consultation for four weeks, closing on 11.59pm on Sunday the 30th of October. So still plenty of time to have your say. Um, and look, there's... There is a little bit here about what some of the options might be, Diz. Yeah. But basically it's about, you know, shutting down fishing as far as I can tell. Well, I think um, there was something that came out recently. It was like a cease fishing order. If you see a, if you see a dolphin within 50 metres of your boat or something, you have to immediately cease fishing. Okay. Well, I, I, that, there was something on, on there about that. So, um, so the options that they've sort of given here, Diz, are um, we've got no change is option one. As my document just gets a little bit lost, I can't. The second option is changes required to restrict the use of heavy fishing gear, Diz. Mm. So what do we think about that one? Well, I mean, talk me through what heavy fishing gear is. Is that as defined on, you know, maybe Perza's website? Look, it could you be, know, Diz. Circle hooks over this size, and that would that pound leader over this size. But people chase mullies in there. Yeah, exactly right. You and know, people are going to be throwing out some decent baits to try and get kingfish. a mullie. How many times? No, nobody's hooked a buddy dolphin. It's very rare. Grow it's up. A, it does happen a little bit, I reckon. Um, remember when we were down at Port Mac? They were talking about it. No, that uh, was seals, wasn't it? Seals. Yeah, it was seals. Well, that happened quite a few times, but, but they anyway, always they always got rid of them. All of these, obviously, uh, you know, these restrictions would apply to specific areas, which would be the Port River Barker Inlet region. So, yeah, option two is restriction of heavy tackle. Option three is restrict the use of heavy fishing gear, heavy tackle, uh, in a temporary way from September 1 to 31 January each year in that same specific region. Yes. Is that, that maybe when they come in more? I don't know. Was well, that when they've got babies? I've got no idea. Possibly, but um, so this was announced on Perza's website. Temporary cease fishing order, Adelaide Dolphin Sanctuary, Port River and Barker Inlet System. 1st of October 22 until the 31st of January, a cease fishing order is in place. So if you're within 50 metres of a visible dolphin, you must cease all recreational fishing activity. 
Makes it tough when the Dolphins follow your boat generally, don't they? Well, it does, but, I mean, you could also just – I mean, look, not that I'm here to spruik poor behaviour and lying, but you don't always actually see Dolphins. You, you don't see what you're not looking for. Well, you don't, <laughs> but also, like, if you're busy fishing, yeah, yeah, you don't necessarily just, like, constantly, you know, searching around your boat for where a dolphin might pop up. Yeah, that's fair, Diz. But it will be interesting whether there is no change or some sort of restriction on heavy tackle permanently or just for the season. And look, we don't fish the Port River a lot. But I haven't fished it for years. There are people who would go down there and that would be their fishing trip. Yeah, they yeah. might not have access to a boat. They might want to go down there and drop a line in over the side or whatever. And with everything that's going on at the moment, the port, the port, um, the council down there just did an investigation into some sludge being pumped into the river. I did see port that. River. And it was something to do with a bigger, Another bigger pump or something? Yeah. In the, they, they claim? Anyway. Another dolphin died. That was due to traces of arsenic being leaked into the Port River. You know, there's bigger there's bigger, bigger issues fly. here than than people dropping a line trying to catch a fish. So take home message though clearly is get on, do the survey and and have your say. Because if we don't, then we're not gonna get we're not gonna get the outcomes that people collectively want to see. So I'm not gonna tell you what to do. I know what I'll be doing, but um, get on there and have your say. All right, Diz, we're going to keep with the negative stuff and let's go over to the US, Diz, in Cleveland. Oh, gee whiz. Here we go. This is a cheating scandal. It is. So this is the lucrative walleye fishing tournament at Lake Erie last week. There's a video going around on um, on social media, on Twitter and the likes, showing Jason Fisher, who is the tournament director for this uh, challenge, cutting open the winning catch of five walleye and finding weights and prepared fish fillets inside them. <laughs> How's that? Hectic. So they've caught their fish, sucks, chucked some sinkers in, chucked some extra fillets in the guts, <laughs> and I think they felt them. I think they were handling them to put them on the scales and felt some, you know, something heavy, didn't quite seem right. And I think the other thing was that they fish for these a lot and they know sort of roughly, you know, you look at those five fish, that should weigh well, X amount. Yeah, no, and they said that doesn't look quite right. So anyway, the winning anglers who had won the competition of Jacob Runyon of Broadview Heights, Ohio, and Chase Kaminsky from Pennsylvania were immediately disqualified. Um, so they should be. They Throw the book at them. They copped a lot of flack. Is <coughs> And I think, I can't find it here. I was reading this the other day, and I reckon it was on the New York Times I was actually reading it. And I think it was a $30,000 prize for this competition. Well, no wonder they were dropping a few weights in there. They were keen on the cash prize. But still, shame on them. Shame, shame, shame. Disgraceful so it's, uh, it's It is funny. <laughs> it's probably not on. It, it's, it's definitely not on. It's not probably. It's definitely not on, but it is funny. Oh, yeah. It's, it was a laugh it's anyway. It's definitely funny. Um, but, Diz, we'll keep an eye on that in the local scene, I think, won't we? Yeah, that's right. If you're fishing in any comps and you see any suspicious behaviour, maybe an extra – maybe, you, you know, you see people carrying an extra bag of – Lead or something that they probably shouldn't be. Just, just check on them. Check on them. Keep an eye on them. All right, Brody, geez, let's next keep moving. Segment. So this week, of course, as you'll be aware, is National Safe Boating Week. It runs from the first to the seventh of October. So, it's actually, so we just missed it, did we? <clears throat> yeah, we just missed it, but it was running this week. Just gone. Yeah. But um. 
Of course, this is a, a project led by Maritime Safety in Queensland, but it is a national project. It's essentially focused around life jackets, wearing them, maintaining them, making sure they're in good quality, easily accessible, and all of that sort of stuff. So they get, you know, run some social media campaigns, all those sorts of things, throw your life jacket on, blah, blah, blah. There's a website there talking about, you know, all the different reasons why you should wear a life jacket. They're pretty obvious, aren't yeah, they? Not I mean, drowning's number one. Not drowning is definitely number one. Number two is probably and, you don't get a fine. Yeah, and look, we you target these things around, you know, treacherous stretches of water or notoriously dangerous areas like the river and these sorts of things. So follow the rules. And Diz, we actually missed out. Friday the 7th of October was wear your life jacket day. So they wanted you to wear your life jacket, whatever you were doing, and then post a picture on social media. So did you wear a life jacket down to the pharmacy? I didn't take my PFD down to the down to the pharmacy. I should have. You should have. I definitely should have. Well, let's put that in the calendar for next year. I think so. I'd be happy for all the staff and team down at Christie's to wear, <laughs> wear a PFD and a yoke for the day just to raise a bit of awareness. And what about anyone that wears a PFD gets a half day off from Christie's Beach? Yeah, yeah, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. All right, Rody, that's good. What else have we got this week? Uh, this is about the uh, the carp plan, Diz, which we haven't heard much of for a while. So the National Carp Plant Control Plan handed to the Agriculture Department after years of delays. Yes, so this is... Definitely been something that we've discussed on this podcast a number of times, but it has gone very quiet because if you cast your mind back, basically, this was, um, you know, essentially something that they talked about introducing a virus, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. And that, that it was going to target carp so that they could eradicate this pest um, because, of course, we know that if you do catch a carp, you can't throw it back. It needs to be removed from the waterway. So I think what I can gather is basically the agricultural department now has it in their hands and I'm not sure that it was specifically before that, but they have been blaming unavoidable and unforeseeable delays due to the coronavirus pandemic and, it's and not, others. Yeah, and interestingly, Diz, it's not public, so we can't actually read any of the plan which uh, the Shadow Agriculture Minister and leader of the National Party, David Littleproud, is not that happy about. He said the community needs to see this report. We need to have confidence in this report. It shouldn't be anything controversial. So basically they're not releasing it to the public until uh, the documentation meets accessibility requirements and all the research papers have been finalised by their respective authors. Yeah, 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 that's right. And, I mean, I think that's probably a fair point. You want to be able to have access to see what the plan is because I think the plan at least was to identify whether the herpes virus should actually be released into the waterways and whether that was going to cause unforeseen, you know... Consequences. Consequences. Yeah. And why would you not want differing perspectives on that? Well, and I think the more time people have to look at it and think about it in all different sectors, yeah, the better. Yeah, Don't absolutely. Just, you know, rush it in. And then, you know, who knows? People might come up with something they haven't thought of. That's right. So who knows whether um, this starts to get some legs? I suppose, you know, we'll just have to watch this space, basically. We will, Diz, we will. But um, we're good at that already, aren't we? Yeah, we'll put that one on the, uh, on the back burner and just keep it in the back of our minds and keep you all updated. Absolutely. All right, Roddy, let's get our guest on. 
this week, as mentioned at the start of the show, we've got Tracy Tito here to talk about all things SA boat and fishing show. Let's get her on the line. Rody, like I said, fantastic to have Tracy Tito, uh, a previous guest and one that we always look forward to. But this this week we're going to be talking all things SA boat and fishing show. Tracy, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Yes, very good to have you on the line, Tracy. We will touch on the team just a girl stuff, but first off, let's get into the boat show. You're very heavily involved again. Tell us what your role is and uh, a bit about the boat show. Well, last year was a first for me and probably a first for South Australia as well. Um, but it came down to what can we do here in our state that's a little bit different. And and I got a ball chucked at me and I'm like, you know what, I'll pick that ball up and run with it. So again, this year, we've got a South Australian show for you with, um, you know, mostly the, the small guys who make the product and who are here in South Australia, which is fantastic. Really good. We cannot wait because there's some special guests. There'll be plenty of exhibitors on, lots happening with special guests and all those sorts of things. Give us a bit of an insight as to what we can expect getting down there, Tracy. Well, this year we've got some of the old and some of the new. So we've got some new guys, uh, the captain safety guys. They're coming um, on board. They're also going to do some stage stuff. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, we have a new um, person called O.M. Gee. So Lisa makes um, South Australian organic ghee. Now, the beauty about ghee is it's great for cooking fish. Yeah. Oh. And it's awesome in the boat because you don't have to refrigerate it. Ah, that's good, isn't it? That's smart. And it's awesome to cook with. You can put it on your bread and butter. You can do all that stuff. But you know what, guys? It lowers your cholesterol. How amazing is that? Geez, now we're talking. <laughs> Health food as well. Yeah. We're all getting a bit podgy and old, aren't we, <laughs> these days? <laughs> That's right. And there's heaps yeah. heaps more going on, isn't there? Because you can do boat license testing. There'll be new products. Yeah, lots of new products. We've got James coming um, on stage as well as he'll have his Troll So Hard skirts there at the show, but he's also going to do some demonstrations on show on how to rig them. So there'll be some nice little intimate rigging sessions. So you've got to make sure you get there in time for that. Uh, what else have we got? We've got um, got all the faithfuls, but we do have a couple of new ones. We've got Anna Marie from Tassie Salmon Oil Burley. So she's going to um, be bringing her Burley stuff down, and I'm hoping her and Simon will sort of tag up a little bit because Simon's got his Burley pots on display. Yes, we've had him on the podcast. He's a great man, and he's getting on stage as well, I think, isn't he? Yes, he's going to be talking about Burley and the importance of it. Now, I'm excited about you guys. You guys are going to do some podcasts on stage this year. Yes, we're very excited, Tracy. We're just uh, lining up some special guests. So we're on at one o'clock. We can have a different guest, hopefully, each of the days. And uh, awesome. yeah, we'll get on and talk a bit of rubbish and try and get some information out of some guests. And it'll be good because, you know, like people don't sort of realise how podcasts are done. So you guys can, you know, give a little bit of an intro to yourselves and you can be the stars for a change. Yes, that's right. We'll uh, we'll do our best and... Um we do often say that we've – well, Rody certainly does at least, Tracy. He's got a face for podcasting and we're not sure how he's going to go on the stage but we're, um, we'll give it our best shot and um, I'm sure it'll be a fantastic weekend. Yeah, it's going to be fun. You know, it's, we've got I think 14. We've got crayfish guys back. Unfortunately, the prawn guys aren't coming this year because it's on a full moon and they'll be out fishing. Fair enough. 
And because of the oyster scare we had over Christmas um, and most of the oysters that are sold are shut, we're not going to have oysters either this year. Yes. Um, simply because of that disease they had. So, But apart from that, we've got just about, well, everybody else is back and we've got some new ones. You know, this year we've even got some seashell necklaces and garlands for the garden and stuff like that for the ladies to have a look at. How good's that? And the major sponsors always there, Club Marine, Yep. Always get on board for this sort of thing, don't they? They do a great job insuring our boat, that's for sure. Yeah, look, they're all over everything fishing in South Australia, which is great because, you know, we, we need that support. And for it to come into a local level where they support with the huge generosity that they do, it's, it is amazing. It's really good. Yeah, and Tracy, there's nothing quite like going to the boat show and spending, uh, you know, Hours or days looking at boats that you definitely can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't matter now. You've got plenty of time to pay for them. <laughs> There's well, still a little bit of a backlog, but, of course, yeah. Just a Girl boat will be there on display. Everyone's welcome to jump on board. She's getting a bit long on the tooth these days, but she's still blooming reliable. She's a good little boat. Absolutely. And that leads us into what you've been up to Tracy, you've been getting out doing plenty of fishing. We all keep up to date, obviously. You do a fantastic <laughs> job on the socials. So tell us about your most recent trips and uh, what's been a few of the highlights. Yeah, well, we've got, you know, like there's so many things happening with, with Just a Girl um, since we've had the TV show. So the third series has just gone to air now. Uh, the fourth series I'm just editing now, and that's going to take on a little bit of a new venture that we have, and it's called Fishing Trips with Skip. So what what's happened is since we've been on tally, every week we're getting sort of one to five women wanting to come fishing with me. Yep. And my boat won't go under survey. It's not a charter boat uh, and I'm not a coxswain either. So how what do I do here? You know, like we all know that fishing's not about catching fish, don't we? That's right. We, we know it's the best sense of self-empowerment that you can achieve because you catch a you catch a fish, you show everybody for weeks, for months, <laughs> and even for years a yes. photo of that fish, you know. And why do we do that? It's because as soon as we see that fish, we smile and we feel good. Yeah, we do. So I can't tell these ladies, no, you can't come fishing with me. So I've been hiring a charter boat and skipper and creating these fishing adventures, and they're getting a little out of hand. We've just come back from Darwin, believe yeah, it or not. And you did bloody well on the fishing up there, Tracy. You looked like you had a great time. Oh, we had a great time. You know, I've just been doing some writing for a magazine this morning about that trip. You know, we caught 33 barramundi Ooh. at a time of year where you're not supposed to catch any. Yeah, good going. The 12 girls have made friends for the rest of their life. And were those girls, were they keen, you know, fishos before this trip or they're just getting into it or what sort of people come on your trip? You know, it's a real funny thing because I think people come into people's lives for whatever reason. Now, a few of them just needed that break. They needed to do something for themselves. They just needed that, you know, that connection. None of these girls knew each other, by the way, either. So they yeah, came right from I, all over Australia, you know. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, look, some of them did a bit of fishing. Some of them did a lot of fishing. But it was just the camaraderie and, and the fun of each. You know, we had three boats with four four anglers in it, yep. and every day was a contest, of course. Yes, it gets <laughs> like that, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It gets like that. And, oh, look, we just had so much fun. And then we had a couple of days just relaxing at Berry Springs and doing some sightseeing stuff. But, you know, I've already booked all the dates in for next year. We're going again in July, so any ladies out there are keen to do that. We've got some day trips out of um, South Australia. Yep. There's a week-long South Australian trip as well, which will be pretty where, cool. Where are you going for that one? 
We're just going to go out of Cape Jervis each yep. day oh, and we're so going to yeah. do some winery tours and some um, uh, quad bike riding and do a whole heap of awesome stuff. Did you ever think you were becoming this uh, this tour guide when you started your fishing, Tracy? No, but, you know, one of the things that I've always said and one of the things that I love the most about fishing is putting, as a skipper, is putting someone on a fish for their very first time, and I've got that in abundance now. Yeah, you're certainly not <laughs> wrong. It is fun, you know, when you go out tuna fishing or something, it's fun to catch one yourself, but there is nothing like getting someone new into it, is there? Yeah, it's just like, it's so inspiring. You know, I, I watch, they, all the girls, they always do something similar, you know, like the, they're squealing and carrying on, and they get this fish on the deck, and then they just go silent for about 15 seconds. There's nothing. Yeah. And they just look at this fish, and you can see, like, you can see, their mind is just being blown, you know, like, oh, my God, and then they let out a squeal or a squawk or a swear word. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, and then everyone cheers, and it's just it's awesome. And then they show that picture to everyone for a day and a week and a month and a year, you know. Yeah, well, like not to mention a few of us who might have our best catch on their screensaver <laughs> or something along those yeah. lines, and you're looking at it every day and – yeah, yeah, you'll have hell. a few tails. Sometimes they get a bit bigger than they might have been. or <laughs> that, um, That's all part of fishing, isn't it? Geez, I've even got my Barramundi on my smartwatch at the moment. Oh, hell. You're, you're, you're IT savvy then. Yeah, yeah i got younger kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's great, Tracy, and it's great what you're doing with these, uh, these trips. But uh, let's also touch on the uh, competition side of things. You're lining up for all the comps again, Tracy? Yeah, so Team Just a Girl, we're in a little bit of a, a little bit of a conundrum this season. Uh, look, we've filmed every comp here in South Australia, and for us to be sort of truly competitive and keep our TV stuff alive and going, we, we're going to need to move interstate a little bit. So not only have I got a new crew this year, which is hilarious, they're as rough as can be. Yeah. <laughs> Very complimentary. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll tell you, the first few fish that came in the boat got like flew in and got slammed to the deck. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tag gun was a bit heavy, you know. One thing I've never ever seen before is when a lure's come out, it's the girls have come out with it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had a bit of fish to eat this last few months. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, look, this year we're going to go and do something different. We've got to go to well we've committed to the gold coast uh light tackle comp in january one of the biggest comps that renee who's who's my daughter and her and i've spoken about for years and we've never ever done it because we always do the port lincoln comp but this year we're going to wa we're towing the boat over and we're going to game mix we're oh, fishing hell, the game mix comp i've watched oh, watched a few shows that. about that and it looks unbelievable oh it is but we do have a little bit of problem so if there's anyone out there who who wants to put their hand up and give us a hand, we need a fuel card of some description. We're going to have something like a $15,000 fuel bill just oh, for wow. those two events. Yeah, yeah. You know, And they'll get pure sponsorship rights for that. So I reckon we'll get a episode, or actually not an episode, but we'll get a series out of GameX for sure, yeah. and we'll advertise those people all, all along the way. So oh, well, hopefully it'll be pretty someone exciting. can help you out. Yeah. yeah, it'll be great if we can, but, you know, if it doesn't, we'll make it happen. We have to make it happen. Yes. It's going to happen. We're going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we know what you're like, Tracy, and we don't doubt that. <laughs> yeah. It seems to get legs like centipedes, anything I start planning, and away it goes. <laughs> That's it. If there's a will, there's a way with those sorts of things, and we love yep. everything you've been up to. And thank you very much for coming on today, Tracy. We're all very much looking forward to the SA Boat and Fishing Show coming up, not next weekend, the weekend after on the 21st through to the 
23rd. Yes. So that'll yep. be a fantastic weekend, and we really look forward to keeping up to date with all of your adventures on Team Just a Girl. Fantastic. It's come around so fast, hasn't it? It has, yeah. When you first spoke to us, it seemed like it was a long way off, and then all of a sudden I know. it's here. And it's like nearly tomorrow sort so, of thing. So, yes, yeah, so that's down <laughs> at the showgrounds. Tickets are $19 for adults. There's concession. There's family. You can get your tickets online. Is that right, Tracy? Oh, yeah. And just on that getting your tickets online, if you go online and in the promo put Just a Girl in there, you'll get some discount. There we go. That's what we want. Beautiful. You get some cheap tickets. Beautiful. Fantastic, Tracy. Thank you very much again for coming on today. Really appreciate your time. No worries. I look forward to seeing you guys at the show and uh, for you to show South Australians what it is you do. Thanks, Tracy. No worries. Thanks, guys. See ya. Great to have Tracy on to talk all things SA boat and fishing show as well as to hear what Team Just a Girl have been up to. Geez, they've got a, uh, got a few trips coming up, haven't they? She's a busy lady, Tracy Diz, uh, and we love all her work and we are really looking forward to being involved in the SA Boating and Fishing Show uh, on October 21. 22, was it? 21. Uh, 21 to 23. Yeah, good work, Diz. So uh, very, very much looking forward to that. That'll be here before we know it. Rody, um, we do need to get into the fishing report because there's a bit to get through here and I might even start us away with bit of a summary of the weekend, long weekend, just gone. Yep. So, yeah, weather was unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah, it I was. Mean, it was beautiful up the river, and I'm sure it was beautiful over at the shack. Beautiful days, but just really, like, no wind. We had absolute glassy mornings. Millie loves getting out there on the um, on the stand-up paddleboard. We had a seal visit us in the bay. It was Millie out there filming without, you know, like literally an arm's, you know, almost arm's length away. So it was a great weekend. We got out fishing a couple of times. We managed about 20, 22 whiting over two trips. Yeah, not bad. So that was okay, especially seeing as we were really only out there for a couple of hours. We weren't toiling away at it all day or anything like that, but we just went down, fished. Um, did you fish the tides or what did you... Just we did fish. We fished the morning tide and then we fished the afternoon tide and there wasn't much difference over, yeah. over different days. But, um, yeah, we sort of got out before all the crowds got yeah. there, managed to get Thursday off work, so got over there for that. Um, but didn't do a heck of a lot of other fishing, to be honest. We spoke to a few people up and down. A few people were sort of keen on um, – the end of January for the snapper season to open, and I sort of kindly reminded them that that may or may not be the <laughs> yes, case. Yes, But, um, yeah, no, other than that, it was just a great weekend. Certainly we got a few squid, which was good, but, yeah. like, nothing to – Any crabs? Have they turned nah, up yet? Well, the, cra- the, crabber, the crab fishing boat was around the corner, actually, down towards Julia. Yeah. They were out, so I still think they're there, but – I mean, look, I can't even eat them, so... You didn't pull any up on your whiting lines or anything? No, I didn't pull any up on the whiting lines and couldn't see anyone was sort of coming in and out from the yeah. boat, so... And you, you went down to Shearoak, was that the story it is? That's yeah. where you got them? Yeah, we went Not down to Not giving away any secrets, am I? No, 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 we went down there. There was quite a few boats out there. Um, just fished those, um, yeah, just fished off the spit there, basically. And you went to the same spot both times, down at Shearoak? Yeah, 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 yeah we did. And so, you, were, you were having a bit of a... Uh, a heated debate with your old man about bait? Yes, we were. That's a good point because uh, he's been adamant that prawns is a good bait. He's been going on about that for, he for weeks. He has been going on about that for a long time. He's been very persistent with it, I must say. 
Um, I haven't been. I don't. I didn't believe in it until yeah. the weekend. I'm more of a sort of you know squid milkers or cockles or bloodworms at the right time of year. Um, but it was just funny. They just weren't taking anything but prawns. It's interesting, isn't it? Mm. It just shows whiting fishing you do need options because yeah. we've had days where they'll take squid. We, generally, you'll get them on cockles. Other times, the bloodworms have fired them up. So yeah, you got to be you got to be out there with an array of bait. I think exactly right, Diz. So but that uh, was cool. anyway, there's been lots of other whiting floating around, Diz. There has been and some big ones too because I mean anybody following along our socials would know that uh, we do use the fish easy, of course, produced in Wool Bay. Uh, very nice piece of perspex, very well crafted, and uh, a few dads didn't fit in the fish easy, so they went some good size. But there's been some huge ones down at Marion Bay. Yeah, Joey Virgins. I think that one got shared on the uh, SA Angler Instagram did, and they were some big fish. It did, and um, also I had a message from Steve from Insane Fishing Charters. Yeah, he sent me a message saying nothing under forty two. Wow. A whole bucket full of them. Yeah, and uh, Isaac Shearer got them at Balgowan last weekend too. Yeah, he got the bag. Yeah, um, and I did hear something that they reckon the winter whiting are firing late this year. Well, Which seems to be the way at the moment. Yeah, it looks that way, especially some of those big ones too. Yeah, so it's... Good to see. It's good to see and hopefully they continue. Ella and Jack were also over at Black Point last weekend. I think got they a got... Few. Oh, what'd they say, 12 or 15? Yeah. They got nothing in the morning, only in the Arvo. Same there spot. You go. So there you go. There's plenty around. Yeah, that's right. It's interesting how it uh, changes like that, isn't it? It is, Diz, and you'd love to know why. You certainly would. What was biting at Murray Bridge? Uh, look, Diz, I wouldn't have called that a true fishing trip. We didn't really target anything other than a few dirty carp, and we probably caught I don't know, eight or ten across a couple of little sessions sitting on the lawn. But What'd you uh, get them on? A uh, combination of, car, of corn and bread. Okay. Pez caught a big, the nice one, yeah. good size. But, you know, it was it was the old put the rods in, put the bell on them, uh, talk a bit of rubbish, have a few beers and jump up when the rod goes. Yeah. Wasn't, uh, wasn't hardcore fishing. We didn't have it. Well, we did have a tinny for a little bit when Hugh brought it up and just did some uh, kneeboarding and whatever else. We weren't really targeting the fish that hard. But there's nothing wrong with catching a few carp while you're enjoying a barbecue or a bit of time by the river. Well, you're doing your bit for the river too, aren't you? Did, yeah. We cleared a few out. So, no, I've got nothing wrong with it either. Right, what's happening? There's been some squid biting down at Warina. Yeah, Lucy's parents took out uh, Chris and Maureen Rogers last uh, last weekend. Maybe they got, what they get? Five or six squid and they got four cuttlefish. Yeah, right. And I did say to them, that's a high ratio of cuttlefish to squid, I would have thought. Well, yeah, I mean, I would have thought sometimes you get one. Yeah, normally you get, you know, six or eight or ten squid to every cuttlefish, but they're almost going yeah. one to one. I feel like I haven't caught a cuttlefish for a while even, you know. No. It's just, uh, but they're really good eating. You remember that massive one we got at Pondy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Millie caught that. Pulling string? Yeah, it was. She was carrying on a bit, though. Yeah, we bloody thought she'd caught a blue whale the way she was <laughs> going on. It was a big, big. That was one of those giant ones, though. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was like a Like, it was thing. a giant. Yeah. It was, yeah, they were big. Uh, right, Rody, you've had somebody from work. Yeah, John at work. KI. He was showing me some pictures. He went out in the Emu Bay Charter, had a really good day out. He said they got about 30 whiting, I think. And one of them, oh, they caught a, some sort of reef fish that they were pulling in and a uh, big shark jumped up, chomped it and got air. Straight in front of the boat, he said. It was pretty hectic. Wow. So, yeah, he was showing me a few pictures. They got a few snapper, which is good to see. Actually, that's the other thing Jack and Ella said. They also got two-size snapper. 
round at Black Point, and we've got a few. So hopefully this is all heading in the right direction well, for the snapper season. Um, Insane Fishing Charters page has had to move several times to get away from Snapper. So that's all across the state as far as I'm concerned, dear. So that is positive for this January news. Yes. But um, back on to Jono. He also got five flatheads spearing in shallow water around Emu Bay. Did So that wasn't with the charters, No, obviously. no, that was just – they did a charter one day. They were there, I think it was a buckshot or something. They were there for three or four days. At night? I think in the evening, yes. Right. And one of them was a good fish. I'd love to do that. Yeah, so that looked like fun to me. Yeah, I've done that before. For flounder um, or something? Flounder. Yeah, I've never done it for flathead. But, um, you know, you can imagine that flathead be similar. They just bury themselves in a bit of sand, find a little pothole, so long as you've got something to spot them out. Yeah, you think they'd be hard to find, but obviously well, not too bad if you take Jono. But you'd also think then as well that, like, that's a good spot to be going and, like, Flicking a few lures for yeah, flatties some or something. soft plastics or you know? whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going back to KI in uh, early December yes. for a bit of a week trip, Diz. So really, that will really hoping to get over there for at least a few days. That'll be good. And they also got some salmon off Pennington Beach, they were saying. So uh, they Big had a really of them? good weekend. Yeah, I think so. They were just surfing and um, saw, saw a few, so I had a crack. Okay, nice. Yeah, geez, that makes your mouth water for KI, that sort of, those sort of reports, doesn't it? It does, Diz, and that'll be just around the corner. So I'm not far away from starting to get some uh, thoughts going on gear and oh, geez. logistics and bait. And right. Are we Bang. taking the bait freezer this year? Oh, Lots of questions. Big question. It's a big question. A bit confident taking a freezer <laughs> over to bring the fish home, isn't <laughs> it? It is very confident. Rightio, that just about wraps up the report, Rody. Let's get into the tackle item before we wrap up today's episode. It's been a good episode. I'm not sure that we're going to end on a high, but um, I'll throw this one over to you. Yeah, dears. Now, this is something that we are recommending all boaties get, and it is a spare kill switch cord. Does that make sense? So the little tab bit you put in under your kill switch, dears? Yes, they're usually red. Yes, they are. Is that the right word, a tab for a kill switch? Well, I mean, they come in different different ways, so... um, Sometimes it's a switch that's sort of flicked in the upwards direction, yes, which yeah. locks the actual cable in there. Other times it's like a, a sort of ring which is pulled out and you slide the sort of key, I guess. Yeah, and that's what this that. one I'm talking about was. So well, the story is, is when we uh, were up at Murray Bridge, Hugh and Steve-O bought their boat, little tinny up for a bit of a, uh, bit of a day trip up to Murray Bridge. Nice little and boat. Good boat. Yeah, it was nice, Diz. It did well. It took us out for a kneeboard, but... The issue was they'd lost this little tab for their kill switch disc. So what did they do? Uh, I don't know, mate. Put a spanner in it. So oh. a spanner was holding up the, the switch and keeping their boat running. What do you reckon the uh, authorities would think of that? Probably not that <laughs> well, but that's why I'm saying everyone needs a spare. So yeah, this spanner good did us good, did mm. well for us, mm. until we knocked it in the river. Oh, no. Because it didn't stay on as well as the real kill switch. So no. then we're in trouble. So what do we do next, Diz? I don't know. A pair of pliers. Oh, okay. Probably it up, more frowned upon. Put the pliers in, bit of rope. Anyway, bush mechanics. You've got to make it work. And it happened? It worked. It worked. It worked well. So how'd you turn the motor off? Uh, it took a bit of doing. <laughs> yeah, good fun. But no, nah, that's just a uh, little word of advice, guys. You know, we've got a tub at the back of our boat, this, don't we, with some spare fuses, spare key. Yeah. Your CRC, um, a few of those things to get you out of trouble. In and a, just a little toolbox. In a tight space. So chuck a spare kill switch cord in that little box that everyone's got on their boat, you'd think. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. A good call. Good call. I like it. I a like spare it, Spare bung. It's another thing we got. Yes, we do. We do. Excellent. 
All right, Rody, well done. Where can we find this episode? Dears, it'll be all over your regular podcasting areas of your Spotify, your Apple Music. Straight you can't the, miss us. Straight basically. on the Buzzsprout. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Instagram. As the weather warms up, please hit us up with your photos, dears. Yeah, tag us in anything if you're out there enjoying this hopefully improving weather and catching any fish or doing anything in that regard, then uh, tag us. And tag I'm us heading, in your stuff. I'm heading back to uh, Port Douglas next weekend, dears, for a wedding, so I'm going to put uh, heaps of photos up, make you real jealous. Any fishing going charters? Out. Yeah, yeah, booked in. Jake from Exceed Sports Fishing. Oh, dear. He's taking us out. So uh, hopefully we get some big, big nannies, some coral trout, mm. mackerel. Who you going out with? Make you jealous. Who you going out with? Just yourself or? Uh, Lucy's dad, Richard's coming. Oh, yeah, good. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that, dears, and we'll be sure to get that up on the socials. You beauty. Well, enjoy. We look forward to seeing it. Thanks for dialing in today, guys. We'll speak to you soon. See ya. Rody and Diz hope you enjoyed today's episode of All The Gear But No Idea. Keep up to date by liking and sharing us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can subscribe on all the major podcast platforms. Until next time, good luck fishing. Good luck fishing.